Good morning and welcome to Wittenshaw Community Church. I want to thank you for joining our service this morning. Before we begin our service this morning, let us start with a word of prayer. Why don't you just join me? Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. We want to honor you. We want to praise you for your goodness and mercy. Holy Spirit, as we have gathered here together to worship you, we just want to pray right now that you prepare our hearts to hear what you have to say. Holy Spirit, fill us up, empower us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen and amen. Now today I want to talk to you about the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, when we look at the Old Testament, we can see how the power of the Holy Spirit was uniquely involved in the lives of the man and the woman of God. You see, the Holy Spirit would often empower individuals in the Old Testament in order for them to be able to accomplish a divine plan. For example, when we look at the life of Joseph, we can see how the Holy Spirit gave him the wisdom and the skills that he needed in order to rule over Egypt. Now, when we look at the life of Joshua, we can see how the Holy Spirit gave Joshua military wisdom and power in order for him to win battles. The Bible says how the Holy Spirit even gave Samson supernatural power to tore apart literally a lion. Yes, a lion with his bare hands. Let me actually read it from Judges chapter 14 verse 6. The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon him so that he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have thrown a young goat. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. We can also see the power of the Holy Spirit working in the life of David, in the life of Moses, Gideon, and so many more. You see, the Holy Spirit also gave prophetic words to the prophets to speak over God's people. What we do see though in the Old Testament, when the task was accomplished, the task was complete, the Holy Spirit literally would leave the person. But you know what? In the New Testament, we can see how the Holy Spirit has a different role in the life of the believers. Jesus said in John 14 verse 16, I will ask the Father and He will give you another helper who will stay with you forever. So our helper, the Holy Spirit, will stay with us forever. He will never leave us nor forsake us. In Luke chapter 24 verse 49, Jesus said this, so I am sending my Father's promise to you. Stay in the city until you receive it, until the power from heaven comes upon you. Please underline the word power. Now, if you are a believer this morning, if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, this power is literally available for you. But you know what, sadly many Christians today all over the world are trying to live this Christian life in their own strength when there is this far greater power that is available. You see, the Bible says this, and this is amazing, that to those who uh, believe in Jesus Christ, you have access to the very same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the grave. You can be filled with this powerful Spirit of God and you have the ability to live a supernatural life in a very natural world. And yet, sadly, so many Christians struggle in life literally because they try to live life in their own strength. Let us turn to the book of Acts chapter 1. I want to read from verses 4 to 5 and verse 8. On one occasion, while Jesus was eating with them, Jesus gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. 
For John baptized with water, but in few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then in verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and all the ends of the earth. So Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes and baptizes you, you will receive power. And now the word power comes from a Greek word called dunamis. And this is how we get the, the word dynamite from. The word dunamis means a, a force. It means a miraculous power. So if you're taking notes, it means this explosive power of God. You see, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it will baptizes you and you will be filled with dunamis. And this is the explosive power of God. Then Jesus tells the disciples, you know what? The Holy Spirit will literally empower you to take my message into all the world. I don't know if you can see how big this is. Now, Jesus is talking to the disciples who he spent three years discipling. Disciples who couldn't get much right. You see, when we look at the scripture, not once do we see Jesus being impressed by the disciples' faith. Instead, Jesus would often say over and over again, don't you guys just get it? You are with me and yet you have such a little faith. For example, do you remember when Peter said, Jesus, I'm going to be with you all the time. I will never ever leave you. Then right before the cross, on three separate occasions, Peter literally denies Jesus. Even when we look at the, uh, the time that Jesus was on the cross, only John was at the cross. That is one out of the 12 disciples. Where was everyone else? The others were literally hiding, trembling in fear. When Jesus died and then he rose from the grave, where were the disciples when he returned? Locked at a little room, scared to death of the Jewish authorities. What I want you to see this morning is that the disciples were just ordinary men. They were just ordinary men, just like you and I. Then Jesus looked at these ordinary men and he said to them, you will receive power to take this message, this gospel all over the world. You see, you will receive this explosive power to spread the gospel. It is just amazing how Christianity is still one of the fastest growing religions all around the world. Why is that? Because the Holy Spirit came upon very ordinary people and gave them the power to take this message all around the world. And I want to tell you this morning that the same powerful spirit is available today to all who believe. Stop doing this Christian life in your own limited strength. Instead, why don't you just surrender to this unlimited power of the Holy Spirit? So this morning, I want us to look at four distinct qualities that the power of the Holy Spirit wants to give to all believers. First one, if you're taking notes, is this. The Holy Spirit wants to give you the power to share the gospel boldly. That's right. The Holy Spirit wants to give you the power to share the gospel boldly. Let us look at the words of the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4 to 5. And this is what he said. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with the demonstrations of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. And to be honest, this is so true in my own life. I rely on the Holy Spirit every single time that I preach. You see, I'm not the best educated or even by far the smartest person. But what I do know is that God can take my words and by the power of the Holy Spirit, it can customize it in a way that would speak directly into your life. 
You see, it is the power of the Holy Spirit that enables us to communicate the message of Christ in a life-transforming way. Even when I think in my early days in my Christian faith, I was so passionate about my new faith and I just wanted to share my faith with everyone. I remember at my workplace, I got in so many heated conversations, especially with my Muslim colleagues. You see, my aim was to prove them wrong. My aim was to justify why I had left Islam. And I want to tell you, the minute you tell someone that they are wrong, immediately they literally put up this defensive wall. Now they don't even hear what you're saying. All they hear is how you think that they are wrong. And now the aim is to prove you wrong. So as a result of my immaturity, as a result of the fact that I wasn't relying on the Holy Spirit, I was relying on my own wisdom, I wasn't very successful in sharing the gospel. By the way, the gospel is the good news, right? I was relying on my own strength to find things that I was wrong with others rather than sharing the gospel, the good news, what Jesus did in my life. You see, it was only when I realized that I could never share the good news on my own strength, that I actually needed to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you, with, with that empowerment comes wisdom, heavenly wisdom to, to say words that will literally bring the right type of conviction that will lead people into Christ. I want to encourage you this morning, this week, why don't you just allow the Holy Spirit to empower you, to share the gospel, not with your own strength, but with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. When you meet people this week, why don't you just try the prompting of the Holy Spirit? Now you might be thinking to yourself, well, I don't know what to say. I want to encourage you, just start the conversation and watch what happens. When you rely on the power of the Holy Spirit, I want to tell you, you'll be quoting Bible verses that you didn't even know that you knew. You will be speaking words that will speak right to that person's situation. You will say words that will bring the right type of conviction. Then simply just ask them, can I pray for you? Now you might be thinking to yourself, well, I don't know how to pray. Listen, just rely on the Holy Spirit. Just rely on the Holy Spirit and watch what happens. As you start praying, all of a sudden this prayer comes out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you will, be, you will be filled with this uncontainable faith. What is that? That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit giving you the power to share the gospel boldly. You see, when we receive Jesus as our Savior, and when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit, you see, we have the Spirit of the Creator of the universe with us every single moment. Now, we have access to that same spirit that raised Christ from dead. Listen, this should bring some confidence in us, but not confidence in ourselves, but confidence in God, who is with us by the power of the Holy Spirit in us. So number one, Holy Spirit wants to give you the power to share the gospel boldly. Now, if you're taking notes, number two, the Holy Spirit will give you the power to when you are weak. Listen, this is so, so important. And I know this will speak to some of you this morning. The Holy Spirit wants to give you power when you are weak. Listen to what it says in Romans 8, 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Now you might be wondering, how does the Spirit help us? 
The Spirit can help us in so many ways, but one of the ways is He prays for us. Let me just read the whole scripture again. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind and the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. You see, when we are weak, when we are in difficult situation, when we are facing difficult times, it's hard to pray or even know what to pray for. You know what, though? That is when we really need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit prays for us when we are weak. The Holy Spirit literally searches our heart and knows our mind. And and the Holy Spirit literally intercedes for you in accordance to the will of God for that particular situation that you're facing. It is so powerful to pray in tongues. Never allow Satan to lie to you. When we are praying in tongues, yes, it doesn't make sense to human mind. We don't understand it, but the Bible says how the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. This is so beautiful. You see, the Holy Spirit wants to help us in every area that we are weak. I mean, every area. Let me give you an example. I was a real chain smoker. Sadly, uh, honestly, it started when I was very young, but... This was something that really had a bad impact on my life. I knew it was bad for my health. I knew it was bad for my pockets. And honestly, I tried everything humanly possible to try and stop smoking. I tried to stop using the cold turkey. It didn't work. I tried to stop by using the patches and it didn't work. I tried to use uh, stop by using the gum. Uh, even Zyban, even tried two packs of 20 cigarettes, you know, smoking them the night before, hoping when I wake up in the morning, I would feel sick. But you know what? It didn't work. Yes, my mouth tasted like ashtray the next day. But you know what? The craving for more cigarette was still there. It was only when I asked the Holy Spirit for help. Guess what? The Holy Spirit helped me in my weakness overnight without any other help. You know, prayed the night before and I asked the Holy Spirit for help. And the next day, the craving was literally completely gone. That was something that the Holy Spirit did for me in my weakness. And I believe with everything in me, you know, whatever your weakness is today, the Holy Spirit can be strong. You might be struggling with an addiction. I don't know what that addiction is. You might be struggling with that addiction, but I want to tell you, ask the Holy Spirit for help. You might be a parent and you just don't know what to do with your children. They're just driving you crazy. Ask the Holy Spirit and He will give you wisdom. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever your weakness is, just call on Him. Let me tell you something here. It is not a sign of weakness to depend on God because Through our weakness, God's strength will be made evident. Listen, because I tried everything in my own strength to quit smoking and I failed. Now I know that it wasn't me. It wasn't by chance that I quit smoking. It was through the power of the Holy Spirit that I managed to be set free. In the Bible, when the Apostle Paul asked God to remove an affliction that he had, God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you. 
For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Let me just actually read it in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 to 10. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecution, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Listen, we really need to be able to acknowledge our own weaknesses and recognize that God is the only source for our strength. This is powerful. A quick summary. Uh, The Holy Spirit wants to empower us, to give us the power to share the gospel boldly. And He wants to empower us when we are weak. If you are taking notes, number three, the Holy Spirit will give you power to have hope in a hopeless world. I really believe that this scripture is for someone this morning. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you directly right now. Romans 15 verse 13 says this. This is what the Apostle Paul said. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that what? So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So many people today have very limited hope, especially during this season of pandemic that we have been going through. I really believe that there are so many people today that they are not overflowing with hope, that they have very limited hope. Listen, if you put our hope in everything besides God, our hope is going to be limited. If we put our hope in ourselves, we have limited hope. If we put our hope in other people, again, our hope is going to be very limited. If we put our hope in our circumstances, you know what? Our circumstances will only take us as far. The good news though, if you put your hope in God, He can cause you to overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're hurting today, if you're afraid, Put your hope in God and let Him overflow in your life with joy and hope by the power of the Spirit. You might have been made redundant because of the pandemic. Don't lose hope. Continue to put your hope in God and He will be your provider. If there is someone you love who is sick, don't panic. Instead, continue to put your hope in a God and let the Holy Spirit be your healer. Okay, if you find yourself worried about tomorrow, put your hope in God and let the Holy Spirit be your comforter. If you lost someone that you love so much, I know it hurts. We don't have to grieve like those who have no hope. We can't put our hope in God and the promise of a resurrection and the glory eternally in heaven. If you're hurting today, put your hope in God. As we have read, the Bible says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. If that is you and you are hurting, I pray that this verse becomes so real to you that even though you don't see anything that you can have hope in, that you can overflow in the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Put your hope in God. If you're taking notes, number four, the Holy Spirit will give you power to experience all the fullness of God. 
I want to tell you, sadly, when we look at the church today, by the way, I'm not talking about just our church. I'm talking about the church as the body of Christ. When we look at the life of so many Christians, what we are seeing is something that really doesn't look much different than the rest of the world. So many are still hurting. So many are still addicted. So many are still filled with worry. They are broke. So many have no real faith, no real victory. Why is that? I really believe, sadly, so many people today don't really understand who God is and what He has for them. Listen, the Holy Spirit will give you power to experience all the fullness of God. Apostle Paul prayed this for the believers in Ephesus. And I pray the same prayer over our church. This prayer is found in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 to 19. And he prayed this prayer. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Listen, if you have ever wondered, is there more to this Christianity? The answer is yes, there is so much more. There is a reality of a constant presence of God through the Holy Spirit that you can have with you, this peace that can surpass all human understanding, where you would experience the fruits of the Spirit, where you would experience love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and even self-control. That you can be led by the Spirit and walk by faith and not by sight. That you can have a joy, unspeakable joy, that you would have this supernatural strength. That you would be rooted and established in the very secure love of Christ. And you can live a supernatural life in this very natural world. You can never do it on your own strength, but there is another power that's available to you. Call on Him and watch the Holy Spirit fill you, strengthen you, comfort you, guide you, counsel you, and be your intercessor as He empowers you to live this life that you're not able to live on your own. A life that will bring glory and honor to our God in heaven. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, would you fill us? Would you touch us? Would you move freely in this place? Would you empower ordinary Christians to live an extraordinary spirit-filled lives? Would you rule and, and reign over us? Help us to overcome our flesh and surrender fully to your power that we may please you and live for you in every way possible. Holy Spirit, help us to rely on you in our weaknesses. Help us to use the gift that you have put in us to help us. Lord, I pray this right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And as we are praying, you might be here and you would say, I'm definitely a believer, but I am not living with this power. I believe it's real and I really want it. I want to be filled. I want to be baptized. Holy Spirit, reveal to me everything. I am weak. I need strength. 
I'm not good at sharing my faith. I need your power. I'm hurting. I need hope. I know God, but not completely. Holy Spirit, give me everything that God wants me to have. If that's you, and that is your prayer this morning, wherever you are, would you just lift up your hands right now? Just lift them up. And God wants to fill you right now with His Spirit. Let me just pray over you right now. Holy Spirit, do what you can only do. I want to pray, God, that you would fill us, baptize us and change us. Maybe we fully emerge in the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, help us to be weak so that your strength will be made perfect in us. I want to pray for those who love to share their faith but just don't know how. Holy Spirit, come upon them right now. Empower them with your Spirit to share the gospel boldly. God, for those who are hurting right now, Give them a supernatural hope that is overflowing by the power of your Spirit. And at this moment, Holy Spirit, would you just comfort them? Would you just comfort them right now? At this moment, would they experience you fully right now? Holy Spirit, I want to pray that you would break strongholds, that you would break addictions. I want to pray that you would be strong where they are weak. Holy Spirit, we want to ask that you would reveal to us who you are and what really matters in our life. That we may really enjoy the fullness of God through your love, empowered by your Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit, I want to ask that you would draw people to yourself today. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen and amen. And as we are praying this morning, something supernaturally is happening at this very moment. You are feeling drawn to God. You are recognizing today that you don't truly know Him. You are being drawn to God today. Today you may recognize that you are apart from God and you want to be with God, okay? And today you're simply going to call on His name through the name of Jesus. The one who lived, shed His blood and died and rose again so that you could be forgiven. So that you could be transformed. That is why you are here in church this morning. That is why you are tuned in and you're watching this service uh, online. It's not an accident. It is by a divine purpose of God. God wants you to be here in this service. And the Holy Spirit right now is drawing you to, to make a choice. You got a choice, by the way. You can accept Him or you can reject Him today. And the choice is really yours. The Holy Spirit is calling you. For those of you who are saying, God, yes, I want to surrender all of my life to you. Every bit of my life. God, I want to surrender it to you. Through your son, Jesus. Forgive me of my sins and change me. I want to tell you this morning. If that is your prayer, he will. If you really mean it, and you want to fully surrender your life to him, not partially, okay? You want to fully, you want to go all in. Then you will be transformed and you will be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And trust me, you will never be the same person. And if that's you, and if, if that's your prayer right now this morning, I want you to just pray this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, take my life. I surrender all of my life to you. Forgive me and save me from my sins. I believe Jesus died for me and He rose again so I could live for Him. 
Fill me with your spirit. Make me brand new and empower me to live a life only for you. Thank you for my new life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Now if you pray this prayer for the first time, or you're rededicating your life back to Him. If you're watching this service online, then please click the link that's in the comment section. This will take you to our website. Please fill in your details so that we can contact you and help you with your next step. If you're watching this from church and you pray this prayer for the first time, just raise your hand and one of the leaders will come and help you with your next step. I want to leave you with this scripture. I really believe this scripture is for someone. And this is from Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to thank you again for joining our service this morning. Hope to see you again next week. But in the meantime, I pray that you have a blessed week. God bless you.